Hello and welcome to our new podcast, the Tantees History Pod, that explores the history of the northeast of England. You can find us on Twitter at History Tees and follow our link to play our podcast as well as iTunes. Well, the northeast is a place where I was brought up, a place where I love and the place where I live now. Our podcast will delve into the history like no other podcast has done, exploring the important fragments that make our region great. We'll look at the people and places that have made our region what it is today. Tanti's history will describe to our listeners why the North East is such a special place. We have researched the most iconic symbols of North East life episode by episode, and these are the subjects we will touch upon. Firstly, the famous bridges across our main rivers. We also explore the lives of great engineering heroes of the past, the great men of the 1900s that shaped our region and also the world. Iconic engineers like Stevenson's and Thomas Fairbairn. We'll also look at historic sites and places of worship such as Dunham Cathedral and the Holy Island. We'll also feature iconic sport icons like Sir Bobby Robson, Brian Clough and Bob Stokoe. Also, untold stories of bravery and how wartime affected our area. We must also include the history and diversity of the people of our glorious region. So, our first journey will begin in my hometown of Middlesbrough on the banks of the River Tees, the iconic Transporter Bridge. The Transporter Bridge is an iconic symbol of Teesside's engineering heritage. For over 100 years, it has created a unique crossing point which still runs to this day. It connects Middlesbrough to the Port Clarence and Hartlepool via A178. Its iconic four legs support the steel bridge which crosses the River Tees, which in turn carries the transport gondola across the River Tees with wheels and pulleys. So, why have a gondola? A gondola had to be incorporated into the design so ships could pass up and down the river without being interfered with by traffic moving across the river. Also, the transport had to be high enough so shipping could pass underneath it. The bridge has a 49 metre clearance above the river, which is approximately 160 feet. Also, at its longest span, it's 259 metres, or 851 feet. This makes our bridge the biggest of its design in the world. The gondola now travels over the river every 15 minutes in either direction. The transporter is also a Grade 2 listed building. This includes the bridge, wheelhouse, pier and gates which swing open to let traffic traffic onto the gondola. The gondola can carry up to 200 people, 9 cars or 6 cars and 1 minibus. So, let's get started from the beginning. The first idea of a bridge was drawn up in 1872 when the manager of the Hartlepool Ironworks, Charles Smith, submitted plans for a bridge costing £31,000. Improvements were made, then made to the steam ferry service so the idea of a transporter bridge was put on ice. It took another 35 years until 1907 when an Act of Parliament was passed to ensure a bridge could be built and the Tees ferry could be discontinued. The need for a more dependable crossing was needed as tidal flows and river traffic hampered its reliability. The transporter bridge was eventually replaced by the steam ferry service which had been running since 1862. 
1906, the military corporation met Ferdinand Arnaudin, a French, a French bridge engineer and Spanish bridge engineer Martin Alberto Palacio. Both had designed transport bridges in France, Spain, Morocco and also Newport, South Wales. The military corporation later met with William Pease, chairman of the famous Cleveland Bridge in Darlington and his chief engineer, George Imbold. Now, George Imbold had worked with Arnadine in Tunisia and also directed away to Newport. The unique design of the bridge was chosen so it wouldn't affect shipping navigation. The total of the cost of the bridge would come to £68,000 and 86 pounds and six shillings. The transporter bridge was constructed by Sir William Arrol and Company from Glasgow. Work started in July 1909. Steel was sunk in caissons 21 metres below water, high water level on the Middlesbrough side and 24 metres below the Port Clarence side to support the bridge's mighty structure. Workers in the caissons actually suffered from the bends which were designed to repel the water for the foundations. The official foundation stone was laid in August 1910 by Lord Mayor Thomas Gibson Poole of Middlesbrough and Alderman Joseph McLaughlin, the initiator of the Transporter Bridge scheme. So, can anyone guess where the foundations come from? Yes, okay. The stones themselves are made from granite from Aberdeen. Now listeners, have a little think and guess when the bridge was actually connected up, up above the River Tees. The bridge was actually joined up in 19th, 19th of April 1911, with the bridge actually being completely finished exactly five months later, on 19th September 1911, the total bridge costing £87,316, some 28% more than the original tender price. The bridge was officially opened on 17th of October 1911 by Prince Arthur Connor, the grandson of Queen Victoria. So, let's delve into the bridge's recent history. In World War II, a German bomb actually landed very close to the bridge. In 1953, the famous gondola got stuck halfway across the River Tees. In June 1985, as previously said, it was granted Grade 2 listing. In the 1970s, TV star Terry Scott actually drove his car off the edge of the transport while appearing in a show in Billingham. In June 1993, floodlights were fitted, to which we have all in our minds when on a cold winter's night you can see the transport bridge lit up. Seeing the bridge lit up fills me with warm in my heart as I know I'm now home. Also in 1993, the transport bridge was awarded the heritage plaque for engineering excellence in recognition of Middlesbrough Council's good upkeep of the bridge. Also in that year, it was awarded the Institute of Mechanical Engineering. In July 2000, the Transporter Bridge Visitor Centre was opened on land which had previously been used as bridges workshop. The bridge was repainted in 2003 blue and the gondola yellow for its centenary celebration. In 2011, it gained heritage lottery funding of £2.6 million, and with the money, Middlesbrough Council decided to embark on major renovation work. The Transporter Bridge Visitor Centre experience project paid for a glass lift 
to be installed with better access across the river, across the river over the bridge, with the old walkway being replaced and alterations to the motor room and winding house to allow public viewing. Also, the Transporter Bridge has featured in many films and TV programmes like Billy Elliot, Spender and most recently the iconic Alveda's Impet, where the bridge was actually dismantled and shipped to America in the show. T says that actually complained to the local paper, the Evening Gazette, to, come to say that why should our bridge go from Middlesbrough to America? After filming the series, the BBC actually placed a disclaimer on the final episode to say that a bridge is actually still in Middlesbrough. So today, here we are at a transporter bridge in Middlesbrough. It's four iconic legs stretch over the River Tees with the wires coming down from the top to support the gondola. Unfortunately though, today it's closed because of high winds and a very cold, wet Friday afternoon. With four legs stretch out across to the top, there's 851 feet going right across the top of the river. Now, if you see our, our Twitter page, you'll see the, the pictures that I've took today, and see you can actually see how it, the, the, the transporter bridge actually works. The bridge works by the cars or the pedestrians going up to the gates. The gates will open where the gondola comes to, to whichever side you want to transport it on. You get up, you drive your cars on, the gate will come up, you get onto the, onto the, onto the gondola, the fares will be took, and then once if all the people are on, all the cars are on, the, the uh, tensiles will come down, and the bridge and the gondola will slowly start to go across the transporter. Once it's on the other side, it'll dock, the turnstiles will then open and go and then you'll leave the, by your car or pedestrian you'll walk and you'll walk from the other side it takes about a minute to get across from one side to the other but it's a lot, lot better going this way sometimes when the traffic is bad on the A19 to actually going on here it's a fantastic place to see fantastic piece of engineering might that actually is iconic in Middlesbrough and also the North East and the world. I'm very proud to say I live in Middlesbrough and be here today just to see this but I hope people around the world and also in the North East can listen to this today and think yeah what a great place to live in the North East. Now I'm going to take some pictures, some videos, I'm going to post them on my, on my, on my Twitter account and you can have a look and if you look on iTunes and also on my Twitter page, you can actually get the link to listen to this um, podcast. So, for this episode, we say goodbye and farewell to our next episode, which will be the Tyne Bridge, which covers the river, crosses the River Tyne in Newcastle.